0: Listen in as we address your financial concerns and provide helpful solutions to put you on the path to achieving your retirement goals. And now, here is the Wealth Puzzle with Michael Mansfield.
1: Hey, everybody! Thanks for tuning in. This is Wealth Puzzle Radio with Mike Mansfield and Tony Shore. Um, you know, it's uh, it's been kind of an interesting couple of weeks, Tony. You know, we were just yeah. talking before we started recording here. You know, the uh, the ground is a rumbling around us, man. It's a a weird deal, but I thought we should talk about that. You know, we just had a big, actually a couple of big earthquakes in in Southern California here. But it makes you think about things. It makes you, I mean, even with retirement planning, you know, are you prepared, you know, for the next disaster? If that's a financial disaster, an economic disaster, or certainly a natural disaster. There's a lot of things that can happen in life. And, you know, are you prepared? Are you ready for that? Or do you fall into the... Common rat race of most people of just kind of, oh, tomorrow I'll get ready, tomorrow I'll be prepared, tomorrow I'm going to buy the food storage. Right. You know, yeah, we put we like to know.
0: procrastinate and put off important things like planning for an emergency or planning for retirement, which can also be looked That's at so as an true. emergency for some people, but. But yeah, the earthquakes uh, so bad that that really makes you think when that happens when the when the whole earth just shakes and ro- starts to yeah. f- you feel like it's rolling underneath you I hate that feeling
1: yeah well that's that's what that that was yeah, the feeling was. my friend yeah it was that's crazy <laughs> you know it's amazing we can go back in time I remember when the Northridge quake hit I was you know a lot younger it was twenty five years yep, ago I remember it, as it well. was it was it was dark. I think it was early in the morning at like 4 or yep. 5 a.m. or something like that. And um, so I remember being woken up and I remember my dad and we went and walked around the house with a big flashlight just looking at it to see if there was anything cracked or anything out of place. But, you know, we're up in Ventura where, you know, it was a good rumbler. We certainly felt it good, but but we got off easy. You know, I've got actually one of my clients, Tony, a very good friend, play racquetball with her. She lived in Northridge at the time. Oh, no. And, you know, it was very interesting because when I've talked to her about it, she's always said that, you know, it's like everything that was in was out. So, you know, anything in your cupboards was on the floor. And it's like uh, it's like those uh, hoarder TV shows, she said, where you're just walking across your stuff.
0: Yeah, it's crazy. Because
1: It's the only way to move through the house. But, you know, she's like even the, the child locks on all your kitchen cabinets and uh, nothing, nothing held. Wow so it's scary it is scary you know? i remember
0: when that hit i was staying at a house that had a swimming pool they had turned the garage into apartment so i was staying there but they had a huge swimming pool in back and they go tony you gotta come look at this after the earthquake the entire water in the pool was going up and then down back in and up the other side and down back in and up the other side it was crazy Isn't that yeah crazy? it was insane like like over half the water in the pool was lifting right out of the pool and slamming back in. Gosh, it's nuts. Yeah, it's nutty. I I, I, I and the, can't believe it. But, you know, you live there a while, you kind of get used to them, especially the smaller ones. You kind of laugh it off or shrug it off. But, yeah, when something over six or seven hits, uh, you feel that. That's a big yeah, boy. that makes you think a little bit.
1: Well, and I think the Northridge was a 6.6. Yeah. And so then what we had here in Ridgecrest, you know, you had one that was 6.4, the first one, and then the aftershock was 7.1. And it's kind of funny because, you know, 6.4 to 7.1 doesn't sound like a lot, you know, okay, it increased a little bit, but I guess those numbers are exponential for every like 0.1, it's like twice as big. And so they were saying on the news that 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 earthquake was like eight times bigger than the first
0: one. It's crazy.
1: And you're like, geez Louise, man. But I'll tell you what, I didn't feel the first one. And this, the second one, when I hit the next day, we were sitting in our house watching a movie with the kids and we're like, whoa, what's going on? We're watching the, the fan, you know, swinging on the ceiling and the TV's moving. Mm-hmm. You know, it's funny. I was talking to my aunt. She, she's up in Ohio. She has a pool and she said she was cleaning out all of the pool toys out of her pool. And she was so confused. Cause she's like, I'm just pulling these, these toys out. Why is the water splashing so much? Yep, Yeah. exactly. It's,
0: uh, yeah, it happened. So uh, we can relate being prepared for an emergency. Like like you said, people put off having emergency supplies in case they lose power or something because of an earthquake. And, and people probably, oh, yeah, I better do that. But then they never get around to it. Uh, they do the same well, thing with yeah. their finances, right? Well,
1: uh, everything in life, right? You know, so many people, all of us are so guilty of procrastination we know that we have to do these things to get ahead. When are we going to do them? Are we going to do them today? Are we going to wait till tomorrow? Kind of an attitude. And it's amazing. I mean, whether it's emergency preparedness or whether it's retirement planning or financial planning or any kind of dealing with your financial issues, you have to tackle these things today because there's no guarantees of what tomorrow looks like. There's no guarantees of your job being there. There's no guarantees of your house still standing. I mean, it, it's amazing because, you know, I was joking with someone that that Monday after the earthquakes, I bet it was really hard to call through to your insurance company to buy your earthquake
0: insurance.
1: <laughs> yeah. You, yeah. You know, I mean, that's how people are is, is you kind of need that, that fear shook into you to say, Oh, crud sickles. I better work on that. But then crud sickles. you I have like to it. make, crud, you like <laughs> that? See, That's a technical <laughs> term here at the Lynn group, but then you have to, Stay diligent to stay on top of it, because then what people are equally guilty of is is the spark, the excitement. I get this all the time. People will come into my office all motivated to accomplish their financial concerns. And, you know, after a number of weeks, I've seen so many people over the years peter out. I'm going to do that. Oh, I'll get to that. Oh, I'll get you that thing. Oh, we'll work on that. Oh, I'll pay that off. You know, and then it just kind of peters out. You know, I was reading a statistics on some life insurance stuff a while back. And I thought it was so interesting, Tony. It said that the average life insurance policy premium is paid for four and a half years. Now that's not because everyone's croaking at four and a half years on average. That's because people buy life insurance with this, you know, Oh, I need insurance. I'm going to protect my family. I'm going to leave a legacy. Whatever the reason is the benefit of life insurance is well, you make those premium payments and after a little while you think, Oh man, I could you know, I really need to buy a new car, I need some money, yeah. or oh, you know, I need some new shoes. And all of a sudden the importance of that purchase kind of wanes a little bit, and then life's current events pick up on mm-hmm. you and you say, you know what? Been doing this for a while, I haven't died yet, so right. maybe I don't really, really need it. And then they, they let them go. And, you know, that, that's an ironic thing is because, I, I you know, the, the statistic went on to say something like less than 2% of death benefits are ever paid. And it's not because the insurance company can get out of it. It's because the people that are using these assets aren't properly using them correctly. You know, you're, you're being inefficient with your use of it. You buy it and then you give up on what the investment was really about and you you move on to the next thing. So it's kind of fascinating because we all have, you know, we can have an earthquake and be scared and say, oh, man, we got to we got to get on this, Tony. We got to get prepared. We got to get our food storage and get our generator and, you know, and, and buy camouflage clothes to wear or whatever the thing is that gets you all excited about this. But the reality is, is does that wane pretty quickly? I mean, even a week after an earthquake, are people still thinking about it? Well, maybe the people in Ridgecrest, yeah, sure. but probably not the people around nope. here. You know, and that's tough. And the reality is, is if you wait for the problem to happen, it's already happened, yeah. man. Too little, too late. I saw in Ridgecrest after that bigger earthquake, the 7.1, by the next morning I was reading news articles on on like KTLA and stuff. they was saying there's already been like rampant uh, burglary and vandalism and all this kind of stuff. And I think that's what happens is when there's a disaster where a town can get cut off by a freeway cracking, where it's not easy to bring a truck full of bottled water in, people get weird quickly.
0: Yeah, they do. And it's funny, the the New York Times headline the next day, how to prepare for the next big quake. All
1: right, well, (laughs) you just had the big quake, you know, and- and it wasn't bad here, but there was a lot of damage there. Have you I mean, did you look at any of the yeah. pictures? The cracks in the yeah, road were terrible. things that normal people can't drive normal cars no, over. No, it was
0: huge, yeah.
1: You know, and you got houses on fire with gas leaks and you know, I mean it's just it's it's chaos. Yeah. And and a lot of a lot of emergency preparedness is being financially prepared. It's one thing to have food storage It's another thing to have an emergency fund to be in a good financial position. That way, if you're cut off from your job, your employment or your 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 company you work for, you know, if the roof falls down and they're no longer a company. You know, are you prepared for these things financially where you can weather these economic storms, these natural disasters, all of these things? I mean, we got to think about this stuff, people. Wow. This stuff's scary. It's concerning.
0: It is. I mean, retiring without enough money to live on the rest of your life, uh, not leaving anything for your loved ones. You know, these are serious, serious issues. You want to be able to live comfortably in retirement, especially as people are living longer and longer. And you also want to be prepared for other types of emergencies, be they natural disasters or financial emergencies that every single one of us you know, not everyone out there listening may experience a major uh, natural disaster emergency that drastically affects them, but everybody's going to deal with financial emergencies, regardless.
1: Well, and you're right and 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 that's really what it's about though, is just being prepared in life makes you a little more vigilant. It makes you a little more aware. You know that you can avoid these things. and let's be fair, I'd rather be overly prepared for something and never experience it than vice versa.
0: Oh yeah, for sure. Yeah, you want to be prepared for for an earthquake or, or for a financial uh, disaster rather than not be prepared. All right. Yeah.
1: Well, hey, let's uh let's take a quick break here real quick. Um and we can keep our doomsday prophecy going after the the break. It'll be yeah. fun. Yeah. Oh
0: yeah. But, hey. Yeah, we're going to have more fun talking about huge disasters <laughs> after Woo! the break. But before disasters. the break, Michael, let our listeners know how they can get a hold of you.
1: Absolutely. You know, make sure that you're always going in and, and subscribing to our podcast, Spotify, Google Play, iTunes kind of thing. Get on our podcast. That way you can get the updates. You can listen to the new shows when they become available. You'll have access to all of that stuff. But look, If you're not financially prepared, if you do not have a plan, a process, if you don't understand how you're going to get your income in retirement and your tax liability and leave a legacy and all these things, give me a call. 805-500-7035. Here at the Lynn Group in Ventura, California, this is what we do. We do retirement income planning. As much as we help you with your investments and insurance policies and all of these things that matter... We create the plan, we create the process, we help you understand exactly what you're doing. So make sure that you're calling us 805-500-7035. You can certainly visit our main website, uh, thelindgroup.com. Lind is L-Y-N-D. It's a great site. It's got a lot of information on it. You can read about us. You can see videos. You can sign up to receive a copy of one of my books, whatever it is that you want. So make sure that you're doing that. We're going to take a quick break. Me and Tony will be back just in a moment.
0: In today's volatile environment, making sure your assets are properly aligned with your financial goals has never been more important. If you have ever thought that maybe too much of your assets were exposed to market risk, you owe it to yourself and your retirement to check out the Color of Money Risk Analysis. To learn more about this valuable self-assessment, visit us at thelindgroup.com or call us today at 805-500-7035. And welcome back to The Wealth Puzzle. I'm your co-host, Tony Shore, and our host is right here, the man with the plan, Michael Mansfield, and Mike, great show so far, talking about emergency preparedness, how to be prepared for that financial emergency that might be around the corner, let alone the next earthquake. So what do you have for us? Where do we start? I I guess we start by getting a plan in place. And to do that, what do we do?
1: Well, you know, it, it it makes me think of someone. A couple of weeks ago, I met somebody. New person referred to the office. They come in. They bring in their stuff. They've recently retired. And what was interesting was they've got a, I, I'm, I'm, I struggle, Tony, calling them a financial planner, but they've got an investment <laughs> advisor, someone who manages their money. Yeah. And they come in and they have about $400,000 in cash assets. And they've been retired since the beginning of the year. And they're in their mid-60s. And they've already drawn down almost $40,000 out of these accounts. And these accounts are invested in the stock market, and that's its own conversation. But I looked at the distribution rate and said, whoa, you know, you're know, you in your 60s, and you've already taken out 10% in the first six months. You know, How long do you think this money's going to last for? And they gave me that kind of deer-in-the-headlight look and said, what do you mean? And I said, what do you mean, what do I mean? You've only got $400,000, and you're really burning through this money you know, you're healthy. You, you know, you could be on this planet for another 35 years. How do you think this money's going to last? What did your quote unquote financial planner say? And they said, well, I don't know. They didn't say anything. They just send me my money when I asked for it. And it like really irked me because you're just like, dude, what's going on here? You know, this makes no sense. They don't have a plan. They don't understand the risks they're taking. They don't understand their tax liability. They don't understand the process that if the market goes down in the account they're pulling down, they're going to reverse dollar cost average and implode their retirement. They don't understand that by 73, they're going to be working at Walmart, right? You know, this is concerning, but it goes back to the point that you don't just do things in life. If you just do things without thinking about it, without having a plan, without having a process, maybe things will work out just fine. You know what? If the stock market goes up like a missile for the next 20 years, then maybe this person will be just fine. But doesn't that come with a big maybe with a bigger asterisk next yeah. to it?
0: And and an even bigger, probably not going to happen.
1: Right. Yeah. You know, so it just kind of goes to the point, Tony, that people need to be more prepared. You need to be more vigilant about what you're doing. The earthquake is the example of that, is you need to know that if there is a problem, how are you going to effectively approach it? And if you plan for a problem... Who cares if the problem never happens? I hope the problem never happens, you know, but at least you've planned for it. That way, if it starts to go in that direction, you know what to do. You know how to deal with the problem. But look, everybody needs a retirement income plan. When you work hard, you accumulate your assets. That's the accumulation phase of your life, right? And accumulation phase is actually kind of easy because you know what? You save as much as you can. You throw it into investments and you repeat. And if you do that over a long period of time, mysteriously, things work out. It's called dollar cost averaging in your 401k or whatever it may be. But every month you throw money at the problem. You take some risk. Money grows over time. Bada bing, bada boom, Tony. There it is. there's There's your accumulation phase of life. Just spend less, save more, make sure it's invested, sit on your hands, move on. And hopefully you don't have any problems when you get into retirement, though, the rules are fundamentally different, you know, because now you're in the distribution phase. Now it's time to take money out of these accounts, not put money in the way that you take risk in the stock market is fundamentally different. Because when you're throwing money at the stock market, you know, it's kind of funny, Tony, is when you're saving, let's say you're saving into a 401k. It sounds so counterintuitive, but in a really weird way. You hope the stock market goes down, right? Doesn't that sound kind of weird? Like, who wants to no. hear that? I don't want to. I don't want to watch my account go down. That's party Nobody pooperville. Wants that. Nobody wants that. But mathematically, it works out really well because if the market starts to crash and every month you keep throwing money at it, you're buying the same shares yeah. and the same mutual funds at a lower price. You're not. You're suddenly at the garage sale. You're suddenly on eBay buying this stuff. You know, super discount. You know, it's a. And then what happens is, is when the market finally goes back up, all those shares that you bought at those discounted prices, boom, they're going to skyrocket. You'll end up making a lot more money. We like that volatility. We like those market cycles. When you're saving your money, when you're taking your money or you can't save it anymore, well, hey, my friends, the rules are different because now you have the opposite effect. If you're taking money every month to live on, out of your account that's in the stock market and the stock market goes down, you do irreparable damage that you can never recover from because the market goes down, you take money out. The market goes down, you take money out. You keep bleeding this thing as you're losing money. That's a horrific game plan.
0: Right, yet so many people end up in that situation.
1: I see it all the time. I mean, the person that just walked in, they don't have a lot of money. They're taking too much out of their account, and it's heavily invested in the stock market. I mean, this is the trifecta of a train wreck, Tony. Mm
0: Yeah. And you've seen a lot of train wrecks, but you're able to help people. Uh, It's never too late to get your plan on track and it's never too early to start planning. So what's that number again that our listeners can call?
1: Yeah, absolutely. If you don't have a proper retirement plan, if you don't understand how to distribute money out of your accounts effectively, like we're discussing, give me a call. 805-500-7035. That's 805-500-7035. This is a great opportunity for you to really reassess the way that you're doing this stuff. Because step one is how you take money out of your account. Step two is, well, what about the efficiency of it? Which account should you even be pulling the money from? You know, Do you take it from a retirement account that's taxable? Do you take it from a Roth that isn't? Do you take it from your cash that's not? There's a lot of rationale that goes into creating a proper retirement income plan so that you have your risk mitigated so that you have your taxes efficient right. and so that you have the effective income that yeah, you need. Yeah, it's a
0: puzzle. And and you're sitting puzzle. there in front of this 5000 piece puzzle that that needs to be your plan, but in order to you can't put it together without the box lid. That's the most important piece is that picture on the box lid because without that picture of what it's supposed to look like, you're never going to get it together and that's what you provide. What's that phone number again?
1: That's 805-500 seven zero three five. And you're right, Tony. That's, that's why uh, we call this show the wealth puzzle. Yep, there you go. Cause this is a stinking yeah. puzzle.
0: So uh, this has been good. Are there any other steps to being financially prepared and just uh, overall prepared? You need to be emotionally prepared as well, uh, for your Absolutely. finances and for retirement. And uh, like you said, the accumulation phase, it's actually easier, uh, Oh, uh, heck yeah! you know, you should be saving. Some people make it harder, like you said, but uh, it's easier to save than it is to figure out what to do in the uh, the payout yeah. stage. Yeah. The distribution, well, it's, stage. it's
1: tough. It's so tough because most money in retirement is a game of moving it from your back pocket into your front pocket. And you have to play the game of how long can you effectively do that without creating problems? You know what the problem is, though, Tony, is I've learned that that in the world of financial planning. of the information that people need help on 80% of what people don't get help on is the stuff where most financial planners don't make any money. They mysteriously don't make any money telling you when to take social security. They don't make any money telling you how to distribute your accounts. They don't make any money making sure that your distributions are tax efficient. You know, they don't make any money doing this stuff. And isn't it kind of weird that a lot of them just don't really focus on those things. Oh my god. I I can't figure out why. Oh. You know. But I'll tell you what, when it comes to selling you the hot new mutual fund on the street, oh, they know all about that.
0: Yep. Yep. Yeah, you know. the the latest uh hot tip they heard from a neighbor or a coworker. Oh man. Yeah, I
1: got yeah, I got, so, I got something you can buy. It's going to be awesome. Yeah. <laughs> yep. Exactly.
0: Okay. Now our time is winding down here for the show, Michael. So uh, what are your last thoughts? How do we sum this up for our listeners out there?
1: Well, Tony, you know I appreciate the question, but it's really what we're talking about, right? It's about being proactive. We are all so guilty, and I'm guilty of it too in so many aspects of my life, of procrastinating the things that are important but everybody needs to take this recent earthquake this recent natural disaster cuz let's be fair it wasn't the earthquake it was also the fires and the mudslides we've had a lot of things that are that are happening in our communities that can be very impactful we need to be proactive we need to be diligent we need to have a plan and a process a big component about dealing with a natural disaster is making sure that you're prepared financially. That way, you know, I mean, for example, when the mudslides happened in Montecito, the freeway was closed for weeks. The people that worked up there couldn't get to work from here. You know, all of those things can have an impact on you. Give me a call, 805-500-7035. I can help you be prepared. I can help you understand your financial situation. I can help you build a retirement income plan. I can give you the tools and education that you need to feel comfortable, to feel prepared and to have an effective transition into retirement needs be. So, hey, as always we appreciate all of our listeners, we appreciate all the subscribers to the podcast. Never hesitate to give us an email. You can, you know, contact us on our website, but but email us questions, thoughts, concerns, topics, whatever you would like us to talk about. Otherwise, we will uh we'll be back same time, same place. So, Hope all as well.
0: Thank you for listening to The Wealth Puzzle. Don't pay too much for taxes or retire without a sound income plan. For more information, please contact Michael Mansfield at The Lind Group. Call 805-500 7035 or visit them online at the lindgroup.com. All matters discussed during this show are for informational purposes only. Each individual situation may vary and the opinions expressed here may not apply to everyone. Materials presented are believed to be from reliable sources and no representations can be made as to its accuracy. All ideas and information should be discussed in detail with one of our qualified representatives prior to implementation. Fee-based financial planning and investment advisory services are offered by the Lind Group Advisors LLC, a registered investment advisor in the state of California. Insurance products and services are offered through the Lind Group The Lind Group LLC and the Lind Group Advisors LLC are not affiliated companies. Lind Group LLC, the Lind Group Advisors LLC, and Michael Mansfield are not affiliated with or endorsed by the Social Security Administration or any government agency.